Complete Inbox Podcast. I love you. I just came up with this song. Let's bring in the new year and do Christmas stuff all year long. Dude, that's pretty good. That was all right. I think. I think. I literally just. I didn't. I, I can picture you like writing me the, the me writing this doodle at work today, but I didn't. <laughs> that was off the cuff. No, yeah, I guess whenever you sing those songs, I instantly go to Tim and Eric brainstorming Tony, <laughs> Tony Rolo Browntown. Speaking of Tim and Eric, yes. uh, Tim Heidecker is a producer on this magic show on Netflix. It's called Magic for Humans. <laughs> Well, okay. I don't love magicians all that much. The show is pretty interesting. I just I Let, love reactions to magicians. This might be too far of a throwback, and we don't have to go into detail if you want. But is it because often the the illusionists trade keep company amongst those who are of diminished height? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Had a feeling. Had a hunch. Oh, anyway, uh, complete inbox podcast. We're back for another episode right before the holidays. Probably, probably be the only one before the holidays, and then we'll get back hopefully into uh, the swing of things in, in January. Phil's got himself some new audio recording equipment, so yep. coming to you live with some new equipment. But how you been, bud? I've been all right. I've been obviously busy. It's this time of year, of course, and um, you know, I at this point. If you had a nickel for every time I mentioned I'm feeling busy because I have a kid, you'd probably have at least, I don't know, yeah, 35 sh- cents, shitload 40 of cents. Yeah, it'd be, you know, you're, you're on your way to be able to, like, play a game in an arcade <laughs> or something. But <laughs> no, man. Uh, yeah, it's been busy. But at the same time, yeah, it's been really great. Kids uh, getting a little, starting to walk a bit and just kind of making, good. talking cool, nonstop. Man. Doesn't actually make any words. She doesn't know. That shaking your head means no. I'm pretty sure she thinks it means yes. So still kind of working out some <laughs> fine details here, trying to iron working out those out, baby kinks. Working out, yes, lots of kinks got worked out with the, with baby. So, but she's doing great. Everything's uh, going well. How you been? Uh, great. I was just gonna mention. I saw either on Instagram or Facebook that you and Kate went out and cut down your own tree like a mound. Oh yeah, that's a thing. That's something we're doing now, um, for sure. And actually, I don't. I really don't hate it. I would say that. Some years are better because you kind of just pick the day or really, I guess, the day picks you because you got to go out there, whatever is like the weekend after Thanksgiving, and we go out there with Kate's family. And so if you get out there on a day when it's even like 35, kind of clear sky, or even if it's gray, but it's just not real windy, cool. You know, you just get on the ground, you start sawing through the trunk of this thing, and you ask your lovely wife to pull the tree in the opposite direction to make it a little easier on you, (laughs) and there you have it. You have a tree. Um, that's obviously what we did this year, same as every year, but this time, as we've had one year in the past, it was like 33, drizzling, windy, uh, my coat's zipper broke, I did not oh. bring gloves, and uh, it just wasn't a very good time. So, uh, yeah, when the weather's compliant or more compliant, it's a, it's a pretty great time. Otherwise, you're just kind of like, all right, let's get this tree and get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, yeah. did you pick it yet? Is that tree all right? Just fucking, will you, here, pick a fucking tree. <laughs> Anyway, no, she she didn't give me too hard a time. She picked one pretty quick, so it worked. Oh, out. good, that's good. And uh, yep. we're we're also in the uh, in the real tree game here hey, in the, in yeah. the household. Um, we went to a tree farm ourselves. We didn't cut one down because by the time we got there, it was kind of a little too late uh, to find a good one that was still standing up. However, yeah, we dude. did find an excellent tree in like one of the the barn areas or lean to areas, whatever. Uh, beautiful tree. Uh, and Ellen now calls it Dougie. So, or we have hey. Douglas the tree. Ah, uh, get it? Because it's a Douglas fir. Yeah, Rich. it's a Douglas fir. Ah, I, yeah. Dougie, Dougie Fresh. That's what she calls us, Dougie Fresh. <laughs> yeah, man, that's actually my favorite part, though. Honestly, about getting a real tree, they fucking smell good, man. Oh, dude, it smells so good. Yeah, I was in a fake tree household. I had no idea until I bought one. Just, you know, for Kate while we were living out in Arizona to cure a bit of her homesickness around the holidays because she always grew up with a real one. And I was like, shit, this tree's, this tree's all right. Yeah. Making our little little crappy one-bedroom tiny apartment smell pretty damn good. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I was the same way. So I've, you know, I I think we had fake tree for most of my life. Um, and so I always had a fake tree, like, when I moved into bachelorhood, if, even if I had a tree. Ellen, however, grew up in a real tree household. And so we had a fake tree, fake tree for a couple of years. And then last year we got our first real tree, bought it from Lowe's. Wasn't anything special. In fact, it was kind yeah. of a crappy tree compared to the one we got this year, 
but I'm all in on real trees now. So yep. let's. Yep. Don't blame me do there. It. She's got 800 lights on this tree. Oh, uh, are they LED or are they the kind of catch your house on fire? Oh, they're both. No, um, they're uh, they're LEDs. <laughs> oh, good. So. Ours are the house catching fire type. So uh, we got to keep it well watered and shut that fucker off when you're not, yeah. <laughs> not around it. Now, the bulbs don't get hot or anything, but it was the kind where I was like, oh, cool. We should just throw these lights out next year and buy ones that yeah. don't get warm at all. But anyway. we've we've actually done is what we, we've rotated lights that used to be on the inside of the house for the tree are now on the outside of the house. And so as there those die, you know, it's like a constant rotation of Christmas lights. So instead yeah. of yard work, I do Christmas lights now. So I'm going to have to do that. Living in the suburbs, we're the one dark house on the block. So next year I've got my work cut out for me, but some of them look pretty cool. I just want to kind of get a straight, like real tight strings. or just white lights, nothing insane. Um, just to run along the, the eaves. I think it'll look pretty. Yeah. Sharp. Get those, uh, get those gutter clips, man. Gutter clips are yes. a lifesaver. Yep, I think that's what I'll do. They keep our stuff right and tight. Right tight and lights. tight. Tight lights. Right and tight lights. <laughs> God, it's good to be back, dude. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So good to be back. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and let's do some complete and boxy stuff. Um, yes. Phil, you've been paying attention to some things, right? I try. Pawn Stars. <laughs> Some yeah, dude goes in. I mean, I know this is a little old, but some dude went to Pawn Stars and tried to sell a sealed copy, Mario Brothers, for one million dollars. Right, right. Were you like me in your response? Where you just laughed your face off? Yeah, I think. I mean, I would say this. Now, <laughs> there's some. If, if I'm sure this is the same one, but it's there's a little bit of subtlety to it in that the version he has, if I remember right, so it's sealed, right? Sealed, new, sealed. It, Brandon. It is the same ones that would have come over. I don't know. You remember back when Nintendo was first testing the waters with the NES and they were able to hit the Christmas season in New York City and that was it. That was their only yeah. market. Um, they were selling it like FAO Schwartz. This is one of those games. So you've got a game that I think even had the receipt possibly from FAO Schwartz or whatever. But So this is like one of the first ones to even hit stateside. And the reason they can tell is because it doesn't have like some perforated piece of fucking cardboard flap on the back that would fold up so it goes on the shelf hang hook whatever just shit like that at the end of the day you know me that kind of stuff doesn't fancy me at all but what i will say is that i mean i'm not surprised that he requested that much on pawn stars only because i'm of the mindset that pawn stars is the show for people who just want to do a weird flex of shit that they own like there's something where that guy did not really one ex- expect them to take it to probably even want. I mean, maybe he did. Who wouldn't at that point? considering what he probably paid for it, but he just wanted to go on TV and be like, look what I have. Hey, look what I have. And so, I mean, it's still, I understand it's at the butt of a joke from everybody watching it for how much he asked, but we've even seen like Pat, the nest punk go on there. And he, you can tell like that dude just trying to get his face on TV and not to, not to, sh- you know, not to naysay him, but I really don't think he went in there to part ways with an object. People just want to be on TV. Sure. And they want and to go do some weird collectible flex on television. And I think that's what this dude was all about. So Pat, so I listened to Pat's podcast and uh, he talked a little, a little bit about this in one of the recent episodes and he, like he signed an NDA, but he also made it kind of made it sound like maybe somebody approached him. About uh, right. You know, like a producer said, "Hey, we know you got a video game collection." You know what I mean? Yeah, because they want to make their show interesting. They're looking for goofy shit that gets us talking about it. He regrets doing the show. Yeah. Um, But you know, it's because they didn't like. You know, it's not like they promoted Pat the NES Punk. It was just some dude who had a game and almost kind of make him like an asshole for wanting that much money for a game. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's um, you know, I bet he's definitely. That makes so much sense. I bet they probably reached out to this dude too. That because yeah, it gets it keeps their show. It keeps. It on the tips of our tongues, and that just also it fits in with the shitty show about a pawn shop. <laughs> like, but the and the boomers uh, are dying, man. Boomers love pawn stars, and so probably they need to get a younger audience. So uh, let's yeah, get boomers, those uh, poor boomers. I feel bad. There's some good boomers out there. There are some good boomers, but also I heard that. So I was listening to NPR on my way home today. Oh yeah, and they were talking about how uh, a lot of people need kidneys, Phil. And most of them are boomers because there's so many boomers right now. 
a lot of people need kidneys filled. Listen, there's, I wish you knew how often that thought ran through my mind. A lot of people do need them. Um, and if you ever <laughs> want to get together for a kidney PSA, count me in. Yeah, count me in. Um, but I was listening. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot of people who were born during this time that may need a kidney. Uh, and there's just not enough kidneys to go around. So uh, they are telling people to resort to Facebook to look for kidneys. I thought that was oh, kind of wow. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad to see that that's where we've come as a society. That's kind of like uh, where everybody was like really excited about um, GoFundMe, but it's really at this point just a way for us all to pay for each other's hospital bill. Like that's all it's really doing. <laughs> I know. Imagine it's a just, world yeah. where we didn't have to do that. But yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you know, we don't really need health health insurance at this point. We all subsidize it by each other by giving ten or fifteen bucks a piece. Right. My on, over Facebook. You know, we're now at the age where the people that we went to high school with or some of those older people are like, that's what they do now is they ask for mm-hmm. money on Facebook. And I feel like I see those a million times. Yeah. Uh, but uh, dude, so, speaking of this is one small gripe and then I'm going to feel bad because I've seen a lot of really awesome people doing this. So don't take it personal. But if you're on Facebook and you make a post that says, hey, Phil, for my birthday, I would like you to give money to this thing. I fucking <laughs> promise you I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, I kind of want to, but then I kind of don't. It's a weird thing. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I get where their heart's in the right place. But for me, like, I don't, I'm a grown ass man. I don't expect anything for my birthday except maybe an excuse to go out to eat with my wife. I don't need you to go put 20 bucks into something for me. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm being a, I'm kind of caught between being a decent person and being very Larry David about this. But I think, I think you need a nice bucket challenge. I think is what you need. Oh, sure. Yeah, fucking cool. <laughs> uh, yep, one last exactly. thing on, uh, about this guy. So uh, I don't know if you know this, but the guy actually, they he's with a group of investors that bought this game for $100,000. Okay. Oh, right, right. And so like in the retro world, the story is, is that this guy bought the game uh, as an investment and they're looking to obviously, you know, trying to gauge the seller market on this because there is no other game like it. And what was funny is the guy who actually appraised the game works for WADA, the guy who came on Pawn Star. So they already knew everything. Go. They already know everything about the game. Right. So it was kind of interesting where he could, kids like, I can't really put a price on this because we know it's the only one, you know. So I don't know. It was just, it just seemed kind of weird that the guy from WADA was there to discuss the price for the game. <laughs> I mean, listen, I just think that I get if you're just a Saudi prince and you have no concept of money except that you have a bunch of it. Like, that's cool. Like, go buy this game. If you're like, you know what I'm going to do with this? I'm going to retire on this. Why don't you fucking buy some Beanie Babies, too, while you're at it? I just don't think that's very smart. Like, the people who are interested in buying those games right now, they are exiting, if nothing else, the expendable income point of their lives. Who else is going, I don't know, as soon as I make it to that 1 million mark, that 2 million mark, I'm going to buy one game from 1985. Like, it's just ain't going to happen. Yeah, and I also think, so, I posed this question in our little outline. is like, when's the last time you bought, like, a retro game? Like, a physical copy of a retro game? When, right. how, long, how long was it? Do you remember? I was to say, it's a, gosh, a long time. I feel like, I'm being honest with you, it was that time we went, when you were in town, and we went over to that meetup for the Midwest Retro Gaming thing. Yeah. And I... I, didn't, I don't even take a bot. I mean, it's when I, I traded some games out. I came out up on cash. I don't think I even paid anybody for it. Yeah, but you had a like, Princess Tomato, right? Yes. And you sold it for a, a pretty good amount of money. It was about 100 bucks. yeah. And I wonder if anybody would be willing to spend that right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not saying like, like we're, exactly. I'm not saying the market's going to crash. What I'm saying is is that just the amount of people who want to spend this much money on a game or two, yep. I think the market is slowly starting to... Because so they always right. say like you know people already have money yeah we do have money but also like we need a snowblower we need, exactly no uh, that's exactly it uh so it's I mean my disposable income is great but I use it for trips you know right. like I like going places should have um, caught me back when I was getting student loan windfalls now that I'm uh, right. <laughs> now, now that we're I'm paying it back sh- yes now that I'm paying for those windfalls no I don't think I got that scratch lying around yeah Thanks. um so it's just interesting uh. I've been to a couple like events. Uh, we went to there was that Midwest Gaming Classic in Milwaukee, and they were selling like copies of the Little Samson. I think I saw one for like fifteen hundred bucks. Fuck that! And I'm like, what? 
And I don't know if it's sold all weekend. I mean, somebody probably bought it. There's probably somebody who with the cash is just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll have it. But I'm in the, like now I'm in the business of like, I just want the games I want, you know, exactly. because you can't find the games that you wanted. Like it was cool. Like, I don't know, like 10 years ago going into like some random store and buying games up. And we've talked about this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Gus, our, our Gus friend of the podcast sent us a note Absolutely. that he got, uh, was it Final Fantasy Final 2? Final Fantasy 2 for SNES, that's right. Yeah, for a pretty reasonable price. Uh, an excellent price, I think. I yeah. was excited for him. Me too. I think that was really cool he was able to land that. And that's like, and that's a game um, that I think, is, I, one, I just, I'm glad he likes it. Because I, I don't know. Um, I love that game. It's pretty campy and it's got, I mean, it hasn't, I don't know if it's aged super well. I loved it as a kid. Um, I also threw out the recommendation to him to, yeah, snatch up Final Fantasy 3 for SNES if he can get it. Because that one, in my opinion, is aged just fine oh it's like, that's, so good yeah that's my i was telling him and, and you that's my uh my desert island game for sure i can i can pick that up and play all the way through it i like the music the whole way through i like the story the whole way through characters the progress even like that's one of those games too where i'll just sit and grind like i don't even mind there's a certain spot in that game where i don't know if you ever went to where there's a little forest on the world of ruin where those dinosaurs were at Did you ever mess with that yeah that's how you get your xp man yeah, absolutely. I would just grind the shit that, out of that. And you can and just, also, that's where you get, uh, what's it, Pow or Gauss. That's where you get his, like, you get his animal instincts. You get a lot in there, too, those, uh, what do you call those things? You know, like his... Uh, oh, right, where you can jump in and get their ability or whatever yeah, it is, like yeah, the belt. Yeah, you do a lot there, yes. Yeah. Yep, you're absolutely right. So, yeah, that's a game that I just know inside and out, and I don't mind picking up once in a while. I mean, there's other games like that that are huge, and I would love to own them. But those invariably are, you know, pretty expensive. And even at this point, even though I know I want them, there's a part of me that is kind of resigned to just being totally cool with that SNES Mini um, and being able to, to kind of do that. Those mini consoles in general, there's they kind of have filled a bit of a gap for me at this point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah and they're great for that. That's exactly what they're perfect for. Right. Um, so let's segue yeah into we can actually segue this into a couple things first let's segue this in like so you posed the question what old games did you love years ago but you just can't like when you get them in your hand it's just like oh it's just not the same right yeah for me i know and you would actually mention it so i won't even steal i'll just mention it but i'll let you go into detail too and i'll just bounce off it because it's totally the same so mega man that whole series i mean mega man 2 for me i can pick that up about i don't know once every few months and quickly just beat that one out because I've got that memorized inside and out. But uh, I used to really enjoy the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, all of them, and and I don't as much. But as far as ones that are similar, well, yeah, I pick it up and I want to get reinvested in it. Um, Final Fantasy II for SNES comes to mind. Uh, gosh, a lot of the Castlevania games were games that I was absolutely, I loved. And uh, I just, I don't really care to pick them up. I can't play Castlevania anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I dig just, it. I can do now. I can do Symphony of Night, but um, I can't do the old eight bit, sixteen bit ones. Cat, the original Castlevania. I love yeah. that game. It's so good. It's hard as shit, and that's probably why I can't like pick it back <sighs> up again. Yeah, dude, that's probably what it is. To you, right? Because Ninja Gaiden's the same way. I'm glad I have it. Oh, Ninja Gaiden's another one. Yeah, great yeah. game. Maybe I'll turn it on and watch the opening sequence and be like, well, that's cool. And then make it to the first level. And then I'm like, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's happened to me so many times where I'll pop yeah. in Ninja Gaiden. It's exactly. You beat the first boss and then you die on some stupid frame. Skip a bird jump. hits you into a yeah. hole and you're like, all right, and it's I like, quit. You're done. I'm done. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. No more. Um, yep. So, yeah. That, I mean, I'm sure it happens a lot with things that we kind of sort of like really enjoyed. And it's like movies, yeah. right? Yeah. So, dude. like, you go back. as I mean, as a kid, I love the movie The Wizard, right? And oh, you right. go back, and it's a terrible movie, right? Yeah. But, like, you know, there's still part of me that will watch it, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to, like, seek it out. Um, no. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. I feel like if I was somewhere, right, and that was if the game was plugged in and ready to go, I'd be like, let me see that controller. If you had the system in front of me and there was a bunch of games and that one was there, I'd be like, oh, cool, and then not even mess with it. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's weird, the ones that I do come back to, that I, I didn't even like that much as a kid. I'm just very interested in like, it's just gotta be cause I'm getting older and the amount of space I have to game is the window is pretty short. Like I'm into games that I can just quickly whip through and get what I can out of it in like 15 minutes. And I'm out like what comes to mind is like the original skate or die or even uh California games 
Like sometimes oh, I'm just yeah. like, cool, let me pull this up. I'm just going to do the foot bag and the Frisbee and then I'm out. <laughs> I'm just going to hit these two and gone. We're too old to wait for the gratification. We need it instantly. We're yeah. Like, we're like old millennials. We have to have it and we need right. the time to enjoy it. I, right? I guess, man. That's the thing. I, I would actually sit some of the funnest memories I've got have been even in adulthood as far as, well, not the funniest memories in adulthood, but funnest memories playing video games were in adulthood with you. Like when we just decided to sit down, we're going to beat, uh, God, what was it? That stupid uh, Nemo game for Nintendo. We were just like, no, <laughs> yeah. man, we're never giving up. We're just, yeah, we're going to beat it. it. Yeah. And we got, I don't, I don't know if we did, but if we didn't, we were on the door of it. Like and we did was with Zelda hours. two. Yeah. So we did that with Zelda two, but we, I mean, we used the game genie to beat it. Yeah. Right. And what's funny is like I could I mean, I've watched so many speedruns for Zelda 2 that I would I physically see and know how to do the things with my thumbs don't work in the way uh, that they have to. And so, yeah, games like that. Uh, although so Zelda 2, I played a little bit, but I'd get to like the first boss I beat the first boss, be like, yeah, I'm good. And then, you know, just carry on with the rest of my day. So I don't know. Yeah. Good question, though, man. So I guess. Why don't we why don't we say this? If you guys have any games that you loved that you like maybe played on an emulator or whatever or on a mini console, hit us up on Twitter. Tell us what yeah. game. You know, tell us the game that you or a few games that you just loved as a kid and just can't quite get there for, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you got one tell of yours like, oh man, I can't wait to play it, and then you pick it up and you're like, nah, this isn't very We're good. We're listening. Complete and <laughs> at CIB Podcast on Twitter. Uh, find us on Facebook at Complete and Box Podcast and tell us, tell us <laughs> all your dirty secrets. But speaking of SCNS minis, Phil, yes. you s- what's what's up with yours? Oh, so uh, the, the long story, and actually that's cool. I got an update for you anyway. So yeah, I need this because you, this is quite the saga. I love it. Yeah, it has been. I'm still not quite there, but we're close now. I just haven't really tried to figure it out. So any, in any case. Those out there who are familiar with the SNES Mini, you know that when it came out, it comes with, I think, what, 20 games on it? And uh, it's a good system. It's a good deal. But anybody out there who knows me also knows that I like to squeeze a little bit of blood from the stone when it comes to getting any sort of video game hardware. So sure yeah. enough, learned it was e- you were able to hack. It was actually the easiest hack ever. Um, hacked yours, too, and sent yeah. that with, out to you. Thank you. So, Oh, you're welcome. No, of course. But, yeah, just kind of that's a cinch. You can just throw a bunch of games on it, and that's because the internal memory storage for the SNES Mini is something like, gosh, I want to say 512 uh, megabytes, which when we're talking like NES games, that's really good. That's not very many at all. Or sorry, that's, that's you can get plenty on it because the games are so small in size. But when you start getting into like Super Nintendo games, you start getting a little bit up against it because each game is about at that point almost the size of like an MP3. It's like three meg, which not that, even that it's still a ton, right? But let's say you want to start doing Sega two, and then maybe you want to put some Game Boy or Game Boy Advance, and then quickly you start running out of space. So what I had wanted to look at was a way to expand the memory inside. And I had seen that basically you get what they would call like a pass-through. It's an OTG um, USB connection you can put through the back that almost kind of splits off the USB that's used as a power source and what they use to kind of connect it mm-hmm. to a computer for hacking. So you could just put like a thumb drive in there or whatever the case may be to expand the storage. Now that was something I was, I don't know, I can considered it. But I also was finding out that there, were peop- there was a guy out there who would solder in a chip that would allow like a micro SD slot to be wired to it. So now there's no junk and goofy shit sticking out of the back of your system. It's all contained inside and it's really just up to the limitations of whatever you could get for the micro SD card. And he said he'd been successful all the way up to 256 gigs. Wow. That's a lot right. of stuff. That's a lot. So now that's we're like, talking. That's like, now you're talking about a RetroPie. Yeah, exactly. And so now we're talking a RetroPie, basically, uh, but with that much space, you can get your Sega Gen, or not Sega Gen, but all the systems I did mention, but now you can kind of enter into the disc space a bit. You can start getting games like on Sega CD, Sony PlayStation, because um, each of those are like 600 megs each. Yeah. So those really quickly balloon up. So that's really what I want to do. I want to start getting some old original PlayStation games on here, some Ridge Racer, maybe even get the old original Rondo of Blood, some games that were hard to get that are on the TurboGrafx CD just stuff that I thought would have been really neat to have at my fingertips with the SNES Mini. So, 
sent it out to the guy. Um, what they offered was that, hey, you can just come and get the chip um, for like 50 bucks or something like that. Maybe it was like 30 But for an additional 30 ish they would just – you send them the system. They'll send it back to you. If you send them like 30 plus the shipping is like 8 and they'll just solder it on for you. So I'm like, oh, cool. Let's do that. Well, the dude just ghosted me for weeks, which sucked. So I'm just sitting around with this empty shell. I was about to give up and buy another one. I'm looking around pricing it. The fucking things are like $200 now, man. What? Like, yes, there were some. I guess everybody that I don't know, like now they don't make them anymore. And everybody who has one doesn't want to part ways. What's crazy, actually, I was really close to pulling the trigger because I was on buying a replacement. But I had found that of all things, the Japanese like Super Famicom minis were cheaper. They're like 80 bucks, like the same price that the SNES launched at, which is kind of funny. It's almost the inverse. I'm pretty sure when all this first caught fire, it was really expensive to get the Famicom one or Super Famicom one. So in any case, though, uh, all of a sudden he finally gets back to me after I, I'm hounding him on email, nothing. Um, I'm hounding him on Reddit, nothing. I'm about to just kind of like begin to slander this dude on anybody who will listen um, on like a lot of the discords and uh, subreddits that are really kind of catered to this uh, console modding shit. And then he finally gets back to me before he does that. And he lets me know, oh, I'm running into problems with there's something with the chip and it's a problem with these units and um, it doesn't, the card works half the time. And I wrote him back and went, that's cool. But like with the chips, like with all of them, because I mean, I don't, I, there's a part of me. It's like, what the fuck do you mean, dude? Like I sent this to you with the understanding that it would work. If the, if you knew the chips were a problem, maybe you should put that on your website or stop your service. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. So I'm asking him, Hey, is it just, do we need to get like other, a micro, a different micro SD card? You just let me know. Like, what do I need to do to make the best situation at this point? Then, of course, crickets, crickets. And I'm about to write them back again and just be like, dude, just send it back. Um, and as I'm doing my due diligence looking through emails, I see that he did send one from his official like address at this point that went to my spam box like a couple of days before, a spam oh. folder. And so, sure enough, it's like I, I get a USPS code, check it, and it says it's been delivered. And I guess I hadn't checked the mail yet that day. I go outside, and there it is. So I've, <laughs> I've got it home now. This was uh, as of Saturday. I've got it in the house. I just have not had a chance. I've gotten it plugged in to the console. I connected it to my computer. It's not being seen by Hackchi, the software I use to mod it. That said, I've not full, you know, totally put myself into it to try to figure out what might be wrong and troubleshooting it. But yeah, I'm not impressed. So yeah, everybody out there um, who wants to expand your memory, just do the fucking goofy looking shit that hangs out the back of your system. Don't send it <laughs> off to some dude in Milwaukee who's going to take a, too long a time, ghost you, ignore your your pleasantly written emails that are just asking, man, where's my shit? Is it coming along or not? Um, and just fucking do what everybody else does and just get a thumb drive and slap it in the back of that thing. Buyer beware. Buyer beware. Also, Buyer you're beware. right, man. These SNES minis are crazy on eBay right now. Yeah, that's insane. Maybe it's the Christmas season. People are like, oh, wow, I really need to get one. I don't know. But, yeah, the stock that – there's no, like, new stock on a shelf for that shit. They're all out, and so scalpers are back on it because there's no new ones coming. Oh, my God. So, anyway, back to what you meant – back to your your uh, your problem is, like, so I've always wanted to send out my NES and SNES for mods. Like, yeah. I would love to get, like, an HD mod on there. Like, I, I don't care about, like, the – you know the the composite mod i would really like just to go ahead and just mod that thing to hd but like all the i would say this like... if i could do this again what i would do is there were people who said yeah i sent it and got it back and there were some people that you could tell were asking questions and didn't get answered i would have done a lot more work on tracking those people down sending them messages on reddit and just trying to get like hey so you sent your thing off to this guy can you tell me did it all work out how'd that go because i'm thinking about doing it and see if you get any leads Cause yeah, I'm with yeah. you at this point. I, I really was kind of thinking, nah, he's going to do right by me, which was really naive and stupid. I'm glad I got it back to begin with, but honestly, if I hadn't hounded the dude, I, who knows? I may not have. So, and to top it all off, he throws like two stickers for the name of his company in there in the box. <laughs> oh, cool dude. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, what the fuck you should am I name it. with this shit? Let's go put him on blast. Well, don't put it on blast yet. Cause you don't know if, it, cause you haven't, so you don't even exactly. know if it works at all. Exactly. At best, he was terrible at communicating and 
yeah, at best he's terrible communicating. So, and that's not so bad, right? But I, it shouldn't have taken a month, or if it did need to take a month, he could have told me, you know, hey, sorry, I'm backed up. Maybe he is because it's Christmas season. I don't know. Maybe he decides to shit on the weekends, which is probably the case. But just let me know. I don't know. That's my whole thing. You just got to let me know. But I'm with you. Once I really do all the work I can and it's still not working, then I'm just going to torch this fucker. Yeah, let's put him on blast on the podcast, man. <laughs> People listen to yeah. this podcast all over the nation. That's right. We love you, We got one guy in France, states. it seems like. If uh, we got some Dude, guy Okay, so we have in... France, but I tell you what, man. We're big time in the in the Norwegian countries. Are we? Yeah, we the have Norwegian countries. I'd like say Norway? so it's like twenty five percent of our <laughs> listeners are overseas. Wow. Yeah. So don't talk shit about countries, man. Hey, I won't. I'm listen, you're the one saying Norwegian countries plural. I just wanted to know which ones you were talking about apart from Norway. Well, there is Finland, right? <laughs> I'm sure all the Finnish fans out there just unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Scandinavian country. I yeah, know. I'm like, just pulling your leg, dude. Oh my god, the scan. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, end of the semester. Let's get some. <laughs> uh, okay. Speaking of getting some, dude, I just want to briefly mention this, but I was look poking around the internet today, and I saw an article for some dude who did 24 hours of gameplay VR style Ocarina of Time. Now, love that game. You love yeah. that game. We all love that game. It's a great game. But I couldn't imagine spending more than 15 minutes looking through Hyrule going like, yeah, I'm done. This sucks. Yeah, Because he did it with a Vive, right? And it's like... Oh, no. It can't be that great. What's Okay, just, what I'm more impressed with is the actual software that... like the, the, the actual build of the game itself, right? Okay. That's yeah, great. That's, I'm interested awesome. to check some of that out, put it to work. Right. Yeah. That sounds cool. But, like, how could you like, – do you need 24 hours other than it just said you did it for 24 hours? Yeah, this dude just thirsty. He's just trying to, you know, he's trying to get talked about on people's podcasts. It worked, so. Because I'd get to the part where I was crawling on my knees for the the Kokiri sword and be like, cool, I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't need a first-person Zelda game. I never have. Right. So, I don't know. It, it just – I mean, I mean it, like, visually it just looked like – the game, which is great, but yeah, it's just that's not a world I want to spend twenty four hours in. Yeah, so I mean, does he have like some game? Yeah, he does have some gameplay, but you can't tell his. I guess you gotta trust him as three D. I kind of want to play it, but at the same time, this looks like hell, dude. I would puke. Well, yeah, I, I mean, would... I would puke anyway. But the whole point being, this is not a game that has aged well. You know what? You know what I mean. Like, 64 in general, not to shit on it, it's kind of like the PlayStation 1. There are some games in there, but the this game looks like hell. Yeah. I That's think all you I want to say about it. You can get new textures on it, you can dress it up a bit, and I think that would look good, but this is just like, he's so close up to the textures, dude. Like, his face is just passing in and out of all the walls, and it's just that fuzzy puke color everywhere instead of grass, because they had to kind of limit what they could do. I don't know. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I would not want to do 24 hours in it. And, yeah, man, I've had that mask on for, like, an hour and a half. And it's just like, oops, stayed in too long. Like, it just, <laughs> you know, just bake in your face, dude. Some people put fans in those things because, for real, you know. Yeah. Some people put fans in and just keep the air circulating because, you know, it's like it's like wearing a ski mask. I just imagine a bunch, of mouth, a bunch of mouth breathers in, like, they're having virtual sex with each other. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Well, you're not wrong, Rich. You're not wrong. I'll tell you what. I don't even. I don't think we really put that on the docket today, but we can talk about it. <laughs> um, uh, I have my uh, younger brother-in-law, Ryan, over and because uh, he loves this thing. What we found, um, have I shown you or talked to you at all about that VR chat? I mean, we've yeah, done some VR chat. That's right, yeah. VR chat with sticks. So that thing has come a long way. I remember back when oh, we yeah? did it, it was brand that new. Is, that cracks me up so much. Yes. Oh, it's a lot it's my weirder. my favorite thing it's, about VR. Yep. Well, I don't. it's gotten even crazier. So there's like bars in it, and there's a lot of like just people trash talking and picking fights and just running around talking shit. Even we've dabbled a bit in that because it's just kind of fun to wind people up. Yeah. Uh, it just reminds me of like when you first get exposed to like chat online and you're just in there just trying to get irritated and get booted 
Like it's a very juvenile experience, but I just can't help it. It's just a fucking fun. <laughs> so it's got to be great for a quick laugh for sure. It's so, oh, dude, exactly. Like it's towards the end of the night after some beers, and it's just let's get in there and find some people to take this too seriously and get ourselves in trouble. And uh, you know, you get people like, hey, never have I ever, and yeah, somebody even asked like, you know, never have I ever masturbated while having this uh, the VR headset on, and we just ripped that dude up for even asking a question. We we're like, oh, you're so cool. You asked a cool question and just like shit, you know, just winding them up instantly booted. Uh, yeah. But all this to say that when Ryan was in, he found this bar that was just out of control and it got to the point where somehow he ended up tending the bar. He didn't know how he's just like throwing plates of food at people, throwing drinks at people. Um, you know, and it's everything from like a little tiny anime character. It's about like three inches tall to just like, a big ass robot will be in there. It's weird. We had this. We overheard this one guy in a booth, another girl just trying to like kiss her in VR, which was like the cringiest, funniest shit Ugh. we'd ever heard. Where he's just like, "Come on, like we've talked so much in VR." I, I think so. J- okay, shit. so like, so you remember when we first got the internet, right? This is how old we right. are. We first got the internet. You go to chat rooms, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what um, I'm saying. Oh my god, can you? It's imagine, like, like that. Actually, listening to somebody. Like, oh yeah, so dude, like actually verbally it. solicit. Yes. somebody over the internet like yeah, asl dude. for sure you know what it's i mean great. except it's like some dude's like hey yep. i'm a cowboy and <laughs> i'm looking for a rodeo partner if you know what i mean right yeah. and like that'll work that'll i imagine it it's, it's it's even more cringy than that it's yeah it and is. it's probably some other guy with a voice modulation of a woman on the other end and it's like yeah fulfill my sexual fantasies you cowboy oh, fuck and then isn't that weird it's oh my god, dude! But I just I picture what us at sixteen years old chatting and just like getting weird on the internet. But it's like real people doing that vocally. Yeah. You can hear yeah. the you can hear the mouth sounds because you're in a shared space. It's awesome. No, yeah, dude. I can't. I don't. I do not want that. Oh man. Okay. You don't know do. from fun. Yeah. Say as long as <laughs> listen. The best part is just make fun I want of that. it. Yeah, you just want to you just trash talk it the whole way, and it's hilarious. No, right. um, but the other, the probably the most insane episode ever that we ran into was uh, so Ryan's going through there, and so everybody has kind of set up these locations or like little worlds where um, they're just meant like a three D space for you to go and hang out in. And so he was getting a little bored with it. He's like, "What other room should we go to?" Because he'd already been to like a gym. It was like throwing a basketball around and shit like that. But then I said, "Oh man, you know what? There's ones where people have like a TV screen." Or they're just pulling up stuff on YouTube or, you know, episode of the Family Guy, whatever, like a movie theater. You can just kind of go in there and check it out. So he finds one and he gets in there and it's just a smaller like living room, but it's got like a big projection <laughs> screen on one side. And there's, I can't remember, there wasn't really much going on except there was like a hamster in the room that was like running the whole place. Like he was the one, it was like his room. So you just got his hamster up on its hind legs. And it's it's to scale, so the, you know, <laughs> you just got this hamster. Wait, like it's a about, gigantic, like a human sized hamster? No, I mean a scale for a hamster. So you okay. got. Okay. I'm so talking like this hamster. thing is like maybe five inches tall, okay. about two inches right. wide. It's a portly little thing, <laughs> and he just up on a coffee table, facing the screen, watching TV. And so we get in there, and we're just instantly laughing. This is like the most insane <laughs> shit we've ever seen. Right. So so we're like, hey, do you take requests? <laughs> And he's like, sure. So we ask him to play It's So Cold in the D, the music video. <laughs> so we get that on the screen. And then the hamster starts dancing on the coffee table to It's So Cold in the D, which is now playing on a big screen. And so I'm just, I'm out. I'm falling out with laughter, dude. Like I'm on the ground. And then I hear the guy tell Ryan, he's like, because Ryan's laughing. He's like, you know, Ryan's saying something effective. Like, yeah, man, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And the guy goes, yeah, well, it gets better. And then he changes his avatar from a little hamster to a, this little granny in like a flower dress but she's stuck in a baby stroller and so now you got this grandma on a baby stroller doing like donuts on the coffee table in front of it's so cold in the d right around the time where like it's so cold in the d starts really going out of sync where her wraps aren't hitting with the bars properly right and uh Spitting he's bars. like well yeah she was trying she was drooling bars and uh yeah he uh at that point, I was like, "All right, I think I've had enough VR tonight," and uh, took the helmet off. And it was uh, it was kind of like something of like a David Lynch movie, really. It uh, it had some strange vibes to it, but it was seriously the most surreal shit I have ever seen. Oh my god! Okay, coming over soon. Yeah, we're gonna do that, and I can't wait. Oh, it's gonna I hope be... we find another breakdancing hamster, because dude, that's that takes to a whole new level. <laughs> 
a breakdancing hamster, and then let's switch to a woman, an old woman, in a baby stroller doing yeah, dance. Because he misremembered it. He was thinking she was in a wheelchair, and I was like, no, dude. Like, she was in a stroller. Like, she's in, like, oh a, a, like the baby stroller with the whole canopy and up. You and know, like a you know strollers. You have a baby. I have a baby. So I'm dying laugh even harder, like, because they also didn't do a very good job of putting her in it. Like, they just kind of had a baby stroller 3D graphic, and then they had a sitting grandma 3D graphic, and just kind of jammed the fucking things together. So, like, she's clipping through parts of it. So, I don't know, dude. It, everything about it was just some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. And that's the thing, you can't even describe this. I mean, you can describe it, but it's to no benefit. Like, you can't see it. <laughs> you had to be there yeah the funniest to things to ever oh, actually see take place and that's what's so weird about vr is that that stuff is straight up out of a fever dream but ryan could have seen that and no one else would have seen it and he would have never be able to explain it. at least he and i know we were both there <laughs> we both saw the shit <laughs> and we both Where know exactly what happened yeah okay yeah. so this may really now makes me want to like build my computer right now so i told you this that i'm looking to build a computer you did i want to build a pc i've already got one component man i've got one component it's the case yeah that's a good place to start but i'm hoping the case by the way the case was just 30 bucks at a boy yes don't fucking spend money on the case because and i'm gonna buy some uh like some more 120 millimeter fans to put in the front for the exhaust intake Cool. It's already got a fan built in on the outtake. It's Cooler Master Q300L. Well, those are good the, fans. Yeah, they are. It's really good. Well, I trust and, they are. Cooler Master does good fans. I don't know yeah. them, obviously, by model. Or and then so like the rest, I just, I'm hoping to get, score a couple pieces for Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. uh, some of the smaller things like the RAM and the uh, the hard drives and stuff like that. And then go out and get myself a GPU, graphics card. Mm-hmm. I've got, I think I'm going to do the Ryzen. I think I'm going to do a Ryzen build, the AMD yep. processor. Okay. I got the 2600s. They're only like 100 and something dollars. So. Have you looked into seeing where those rate for uh, PC VR? No. I, I'm not building. I This computer is not going to be built specifically for VR. Got it. However, I believe that it will run VR. Okay. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a budget build for sure, but it's also like not going to be the cheapest computer you can get. So, um, yeah, I'll, have to, I'll actually have to see. Because mainly I want to use this computer for, you know, like my multimedia machine, right? Like oh, record, record, record the podcast on it, uh, do some streaming, play some games, just some console games. Like, I, you know, I'm not a PC gamer. I think the, right. the only PC game I really play are um, Diablo, right? I love Diablo. So I would probably okay. play Diablo on it. Uh, the occasional World of Warcraft, if yeah, that's right. uh, I can get it on the same schedule as anybody else who plays it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, it, that's really, it's really going to be for streaming and, and some work stuff and video editing here and there. So trying to take my streaming stuff to the next level. And I'd love to be able to do this like podcast, like live almost, you know what I mean? We're like, we have video, right, you sure. video me, like do it on Twitch. And then you put the audio up and people who don't watch it on Twitch can, that's my dream, right? Yeah. That was, I want to be cool. able to, I want to create more content in that. It will help me stay in tune with what my students are in tune with. Um, not so much cause I'm trying to build a media empire. It's because I want to stay relevant in my field. So at a boy, I think gonna say relevant in your late thirties, but in your field is fine too. But yeah. I, I want to say relevant know. AF. AF. <laughs> right. Hashtag rel F A. Wait. Yeah. Speaking relevant. Let's talk 1989 Christmas. <laughs> let's just let's segue right. right into it. So last year we did our, we did the Sears catalog from 88 just sort of looking through it what would you buy if you were a little phil right but i found something that kind of condensed it down a little bit yes Uh, right i'm also i also want you to know that this is from myspace.com yeah i saw that like i'm glad you found this before it was lost to the abyss of dead internet forever like this is pretty cool man so big toys in 1989 the sega genesis yes I can't remember the year we got the Sega, but I know we were a Sega family after the NES. I know that. You might have gotten it. I don't know if it would have been this year or not, but yeah, this did precede uh, the Super Nintendo by like, what, two years maybe? Yeah. Um, it was right around, yeah, right around there. Um, the Game Boy, we didn't get a Game Boy until later in the Game Boy's life, but my brother had one. 
That yep, was my, yep, my younger sister had one too. And that, that's one of those games, those ones I hated on. I guess maybe hated on is a little strong. I didn't have proper amount of respect for it because it's just a crappy screen or whatever. But um, now I, I can really appreciate the Game Boy as like, there was a huge impact, right, to gaming yeah. history. Yeah. Um, what it did for uh, really quality of gaming for for uh, handheld gaming. Because, I mean, shit, you hit the next slide down and that's what handheld gaming was, is these fucking tiger things that were junk and everybody got stuck at calculators <laughs> so bad, but pictures. i loved them so much i hated them i absolutely i just never found one i liked i don't think there was one i liked to play people 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 yeah yeah dude it's okay so another thing on this list robocop toys man i yeah, never man. had a robocop toy did you i did not either no no i never really got into figures i mean by that point my parents knew what I was about, and that was Nintendo. <laughs> so I was not interested, like, especially because you look at some of the prices on this shit. Like, seventeen eighty nine for a Robocop, Robocopter? Toy? Nah, dude, that's fine. You just get me for $24.99, go find me Lee Trevino's Hole-in-One Golf, I guess, is probably what they did. <laughs> some game I didn't like, but I was still would have liked, I liked better than a Robocop helicopter. Have you gone back and watched Robocop? Yeah, dude, with red in it. It's from messy. the 70s show. It's awesome. Yeah, I think the first Robocop is so good. Yeah, it's not, great. But as a kid, like, that's your, your, my parents let me watch this as a child. Right. Yo, never mind. You're right. What the fuck? What do you mean? Why are there kids getting hit? Robocop toys, man? Yeah. Was there the a cartoon Robocop or something? Game. Maybe there was a cartoon tie-in. Because you're right, dude. That first movie is fucked. Yeah, dude. It's brutal. Oh, totally brutal. Like, oh, yeah, dude. They shouldn't let kids watch that movie. <laughs> At all. <laughs> you might as well sell, like, diehard toys to kids, which, again, hell, that's probably better for kids to watch, really. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably more kid-friendly than fucking RoboCop. I think so, dude. RoboCop Murdered on the streets of Detroit. Come back oh, as robots. Man. Do some fucking Like, up. shooting that guy's knees off and all that other yeah, shit. Yeah, dude. RoboCop's brutal. Super brutal. Yeah, man. You're right. Uh, other toys out here, real Ghostbusters. My brother and I definitely had some Ghostbusters stuff. For sure, we obviously had all. Oh, the dude, visuals. yeah, that Ghostbuster shit. That uh, number two definitely saw that. I had a kid who I knew a kid in my neighborhood who had that, and it was not that much fun. You just crank like a side wheel. So what it is, it, people listening, because you can't see number two, it is like their their gun that they're supposed to use to zap the ghosts, but it looks like a fucking pool noodle sticking yep. out of the front of this thing. But it's and got that's a bit exactly of an what it is. It's styrofoam. It. That's what those are. Is it? Styrofoam. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and you just crank a wheel on it, and now it looks like it's spinning. I don't know. It's just, how much was that? 15? All right, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> 15 and bucks. that kid with like the goggles. That, that yeah. is like, there's like little styrofoam marshmallows coming out of there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but this little lost. noodle would spin. Um, right. And then looking, dude, we had all the cool toys. And then looking down at the digital things, that there's this little tank, that number three here. That's that cool. little tank that shoots pizza. It actually shot, shot out pizza. It did. Yeah. It, it legit oh, shout right. out pizza. It's great. Dude, did they it's mix great. up the cartoons here? What's going on number five? Why they got Ace Duck? All right. I thought that guy looked like somebody in DuckTales for a minute, but. I do not remember that thing I don't remember that dude at all. Hell no. But I definitely remember but, Krang and all the other dudes from. Yeah, for sure. The Technodrome was a badass toy. They don't have pictured here. That might not have been out yet, but that was a pretty insane Yeah, I never had the Technodrome, too. I don't think. I'll Me either. About that. No. But we had a ton of turtle shit. Um, but yeah, man, that was like 89, dude. That's 89 in a nutshell, dude. It was all the Ninja Turtles and Ghostbuster stuff. Uh, yeah, my brother and I definitely had all those things because that's how we <laughs> rolled, man. Dude, I'm still going down here. I'm seeing we got Blue's Alley. Did you see these kids here with the fucking acid-washed denim tuxedos on? It's a good look. Oh, Blue's my Alley. God. Dance Club Barbie. Number B, Dance. the description. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hey, like I want you to go down to where like it says jacket. Florence Griffiths Joiner Doll, and I want you to just take a look at some of these racist-ass toys. Wait, where? Go down to where it says Florence, Florence Griffiths Joiner Doll, right? Florence Griffiths okay. Doll. That one's fine, but I want you to take a look at number four. Oh, I went too far. I see you now. Number four. Yikes. Oh, my gosh, dude. That is the cringiest, like... That's some, that's some Asian stereotype there, I'm afraid. Yeah. That's some... I don't know what not that's cool. about. What does it say? Amina have cute rag dolls, dude. They're not even close. They're like in the same ad, but they're not even close. Like one is just a normal doll, and the other one over here is busted. 
Holy <laughs> shit. Ready for lots of hugs, it says, if you say so. God, the 89 Sears catalog does not play around. No, it doesn't, dude, at all. Oh, my God. Blues dude, Alley. Shit. These jackets and these cars. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Look jeans. at number B. Look at number B. Look at letter B over there. Uh-huh. Cotler Blues Alley motorcycle style jacket has genuine leather trim collar. And I definitely pockets. was not a blues. I didn't even, didn't even know that brand existed. No, me either. That didn't make it to Buda. Teddy uh, Ruxpin. Yeah, dude. Yep. Teddy Ruxpin. Definitely love Teddy How much was his ass? Let's find out. Number 14. Probably 50 bucks. Anyway. That's not bad. 40 bucks. All 40? Right. Yeah. When those batteries ran dead, man, that was a mess. I bet it was. Yeah, it's the scariest shit you ever seen. You know what? Teddy Ruxman's the reason why the power goes out. Your dad doesn't like you anymore because all the flashlights don't work. <laughs> dad? <laughs> Daddy? Oh, my God. All right, enough of that. All right. Uh, all right, Phil. So let's end this with a question. I want to end this with a question to you. Okay. We're approaching a new decade. We're about to hit the 20s, man. The roaring 2020s. Yes. Where were you December 31st, 1999? Uh, 20 years been, ago. We've been seniors in high school, right? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. So that must automatically underscore it is it probably was not that eventful. Um, if I had to guess, hanging out with my girlfriend at the time uh, over at a friend's house. You know what I mean? I don't want to, yeah. I can't, I don't know, or if, even if I knew, I don't know how many of the details I could get into, but the point being nothing, you know, very low key. How about yours? December 31st, 1999. A day which will, I don't want to say it, Pearl Harbor, you know, whatever. Are we going to say it's going to go down in infamy? Yeah, no. Yeah, all right. So I was at a dance club. As, Zero gravity. As you were. Zero yeah. gravity in the Chicagoland area, in the Burbs, right? Underage dance club. Few things about this dance club, right? So it's underage, but they had like real Chicago DJs that would show up there. Okay, and back in my heavy house days, I enjoyed it. it you like know, too, Bad Boy too, Bill, or yeah, who? Bad Boy Bill, Too Cool Chris. Oh yeah, like those, cool like the B ninety six Mix Masters, if you will. Yeah. Right? Yep. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so Julian Jumpin' Perez, you know those <laughs> and those hard house days of mine. Uh, and so it was no, like, like you only knew me. Well, you knew me since my junior year in high school. Right. Right. So, um, but I had a life before that, believe it or not. And (laughs) one of them included going to these underage dance clubs. Um, so I think you had to be under 18 or under 19. I think it was better police than. The factory, the factory in the quad yeah, in the quad that's cities. That's the one that most people in our school know. That pro- I think that was a problem because I think they let nineteen year olds in that club, and there was also like <laughs> fourteen year olds. Nineteen year olds, yeah. There's also like four, and I was like, that's a problem. Like that's not cool. Yeah, so, but this place enough. wasn't that. It was just a bunch of rich kids doing ecstasy, is what zero gravity <laughs> was. So yeah, way better, <laughs> way better. Yeah, that sounds as bad as nineteen-year-olds are worse. But continue. One of my so one of my favorite moments in this club. I'm, I'm this is I'm just I'm building up for the story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite things about this club is they used to have this like little area that they'd show movies in. It was like a bar area, but they, they would show movies and they had like a, like a little lounge couch and stuff like that. And I remember watching a Bronx Tale at the dance club. <laughs> I watched the Bronx Tale at the dance club. Right. <laughs> okay. I also am pretty sure I saw a man like overdose. I don't know if you can overdose on ecstasy, but I know he asked <laughs> he asked me if I if I wanted to roll, and I didn't know what that meant at the time. I was sixteen. I was like, I was gonna say when you say you saw a man, you just said his place was good at police, and so would you see an eighteen year old? Yeah. <laughs> just hang with me. Some right. guy, some guy asked me if I wanted to roll. I did not know what it meant. He's like, you want to do some ecstasy? I was like, oh, definitely not. No, thank you. And then I like saw his eyes roll in the back of his head, and then he like fell on the floor. So um, obviously he didn't go. And to I dare. wish that was like rich exaggerating a story. This is a real story. Okay. D- don't know what happened to him. So anyway, <laughs> probably let's fast forward a couple years later. Tonight. Let's go to nineteen ninety nine, December thirty first. I'm out on the oh, dance floor. Okay, 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 sure. I'm on the dance floor. Zero gravity. I don't even know who's DJ. I probably could Google it and tell you right now. It may be a no name. It may have been DJ Markski. I don't know. All I know is that I was in my 
finest button-up shirt that I probably got from the mall. Yeah, right? where at the mall though? Uh, boy, where would it? Where would I have got? Probably like. I have one on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it, and I'm sure it's where you got. No, whoever sells Ralph Lauren, so it probably was at like Von Mar. It was probably the Von Mar in the Quad Cities. Okay, okay, is where I got my outfit. Right, so I had the, the silver tab jeans, <laughs> the Von Mar Ralph Lauren button-up shirt, <laughs> and a sick-ass pair of Doc Martens. Yeah, Doc Martens for sure. Heavy yeah. as hell, hard to dance in, Clunky didn't matter. As shit. Yep. Probably why my calves are so beautiful right now is because of those <laughs> fucking Doc Martens I wore back in the day. Hell yeah, dude. So oh. it's getting ready for the countdown, man. The song they played, I'll never forget, was Willennium by Will Smith. <laughs> Willennium by Will Smith. That's how I rang in my new year. This year... Will be much cooler. I'll be in South Carolina. I don't know what we're gonna do yet, but it'll be great. And it will not be dancing to DJ Marski. I'm just gonna do a quick Google search real quick because I wanna know if they actually have like who who DJ'd at Zero Gravity. <laughs> well dude, who you have MySpace DJ'd? pulled up, just start there. <laughs> Hold on, let's see if I can I'm like we're gonna do a, a live Google search who DJ'd at Zero Gravity. Uh, December 31st, 1999. Okay, let's see. Who is there? Do you believe? Do you (laughs) I probably got real weird with that song. Oh my God, it's awesome. Okay, I can't find anything. I'll have to do a deep deep dive on this, man. But like, oh my God. Yeah, so what I wanted to ask too is so like every time, you ever like just flipping through channels and a Bronxdale comes up, do you just see some guy's eyes rolling in the back of his head or what? Now, I'm not sure if I was actually watching that movie at the time. But it was one of the many times I'd take a break and go in there, watch a movie, and then, like, you know. One um, of the many times. Yeah, you know, listen, come on. Like, you haven't been there, everybody. You sometimes just go to a dance club, watch a little bit of Bronx Tale, and then watch I've definitely been there head. probably, I would say, at least a dozen times, which is a lot, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it is. Shit. I am going to figure this out, man. I'm going to figure out. Who DJed the night that I got weird? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a book. The night Rich got weird at Zero right. Gravity. I just want to imagine Forward uh, by Phil Ernst. The guy's when you say his eyes roll back in his head, I'm getting more mileage in my imagination, imagining that he did the pudding face eye roll that Bill Cosby did after he asked you if you wanted to roll. Like the where he just kinda of looks up, does like a bit of a No, you, that's not you can't make that joke. No, well, I mean, he's in jail. I think I think society won on that front. We can talk about <laughs> his goofy ass eye shit. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think we had a good show, dude. You want to wrap did. this up? Is there anything else you want to throw out there? No, I don't think so, man. Um, I'll keep you posted on the ongoing saga of this uh, fucking <laughs> high ro- uh, whatever highway robbery I subjected myself to with this uh, eighty dollar mod. Hey, at least I got the. Uh, circuit board back which is the most important part so I don't have to buy another one of these things uh, if I can at least get it to work again then I'm good yeah at least uh, you get back have... to factory settings and then you can uh, yeah at a minimum yep I can always figure out something from there and not even use that part that got soldered on and you will have to let us know uh, who it was that was playing uh, Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison on Jan 31 1999 at High Society or whatever the fuck it was 1231.99 Zero Gravity were you there Tweet at us. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, maybe I can ask our friend Jamie. Maybe she was there. Jamie. Oh, I bet she was. No, yeah. she. Was. I don't. I. Th- yeah, I don't know. Maybe. No, probably not, because she wasn't living her? in that. What about Keel? Was he with you? No, no. So but you didn't have we did go. I think I only went with people from like our high school like one time. Oh, all right. Yeah, because I know Keel was there a lot. So was Ian Peldonia, I think. He was there a lot. Well, I think they went to the Quad Cities a lot. They always did. Yeah, sorry. They always went to the Quad Cities. Yeah, because that's what we used to go every week. Oh, my God. I got to get off this thing before I start telling more stories. <laughs> uh, that's right. All so right, buddy. Discriminating right now, buddy. Yeah, it's not great. It's not a good look <laughs> at all. DJ Marks. All right, buddy. <laughs> all right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you later.